brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Eyeball Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Williams, also known as D-Will, the coach, and I'm here with my co-host, my big brother, Brian Williams, also known as Coach Chill Will. What up, Chill? What's good, man? Everything good? Man, everything is great, man. Life is good right now, man, and that's an understatement if you ask me. But, hey, Chill, we got a um, we got a real good episode for today. Indeed we do. And, and, and this is something that everybody clamors for. Not only the the, the, the the student athletes, but the parents, the writers, the coaches, the AAU programs, the uh, college coaches, everybody clamors for rankings. We're looking for the rankings. For rankings. And today we got a man, the eyeball lottery rankings for the class of 2023 is here, baby. And guess what, man? We're doing this a very special way this time, man. The only way you're going to be able to listen and get these rankings is through the eyeball podcast. So you're going to have to listen, man. You're going to have to log on to eyeballradio.com, click on the podcast link, scroll down, click on podcast, go to the podcast link, man, and listen to all the podcasts we've dropped, including this special episode of the 2023 Eyeball Lottery Rankings that we're about to drop right now, man, so y'all get ready for it, man. I'm excited, chill. How excited are you about finally getting out the rankings for the preseason of the, well, listen, we're going to call these rankings the end of the AAU season rankings and the preseason rankings. So we, we combine them all in together from the guys who really showed up this summer all the way to the guys who we really think are going to have big high school season. So, Coach, what you think about the rankings, man? How excited are you about them? Man, I'm loving this this format that you came out with to say, hey, man, let's, let's introduce this podcast. Well, let's introduce these rankings to the people because, hey, man, not only are you seeing the names, but you're getting a breakdown of the games and what we think about these kids and Man, it's a lot to talk about. It's a it's lot a, to talk about, and I'm ready to talk about it. Yeah, man, it's a lot to talk about, man. Like you say, man, this is different, man. Like, you get the rankings, man, they put out a graphic, they put it up, and you get to see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, all the way through whatever, how many they rank, right? Sure, sure. But what they don't do is tell you anything about those guys' games. Exactly. If you're not hip to what's going on, a lot of those are just names on a piece of paper. That's all it is is names on a piece of paper. That's why I say this format – that you brainstormed with and came up with and said, hey, man, let's, let's do this on the podcast and introduce it. It gives us an opportunity to break down players' games, talk about things, and, man, a, a host of other things. It was it, you, you had a watch list a couple years ago. Right. And, man, I found some names on this list right. that wasn't on the watch list. Right. So, listen, people are watching. They are watching, man, and they're continuing to get better, and guys are continuing to flourish and thrive, and the games are getting better, man. And so, you know, some guys who were really, really good at a younger age, now that they're getting into high school, these guys are up-and-coming juniors. Some of those names have fell off the list. Man, some of the names fell off the list, and you got guys who wasn't on anybody's radar. Nobody's and radar. they surpassed everybody and made exactly. it into the lottery rankings. Exactly. So you never, never, ever, ever know who's in the building watching you and what you need to do, but what you need to do is stay committed to the task of working on your game. Man, can keep working on your game. Keep getting better, man. But a quick little breakdown of how we work right here at Eyeball, man, with the Eyeball Lottery Rankings. As y'all all know, man, we only rank 14 guys. We only rank 14 guys. And why do we only rank 14 guys? Think about the NBA lottery. And, B, let me break this down real quick. It's a lot of guys who always say rankings don't matter. You know, man, rankings don't mean anything. Rankings don't do that. Rankings are nothing that people don't know. But everybody's looking at rankings. They're looking. Do you understand the number one ranking in the world is what? The NBA draft. 
That is a ranking. Okay. It goes from one to sixty. Okay. So okay. that is a ranking. Okay. When you everybody wants to be what the number one pick. Everybody. Then somebody has to be the number two pick. Right. Then the number three pick. And for the rest of your career, you're labeled as that as you go throughout the NBA. So when people say rankings don't matter, that's a lie. I know, you know, my man V-Boost, Chance Mitchell, man, shout out to V-Boost, man. He got the shirts that say rankings don't matter, but he has a different concept behind that. And he's explained it. So right, right, the right. thing about it is, man, rankings matter. If you want to be in the ultimate ranking, which is the NBA draft, man, you want to be included in all rankings. Hey, don't man. get it twisted. You, you want to be in the rankings. You, you got to figure it out because if no one's saying your name, how am I going to know who you are? And the, and, and the guys that are that are at the top of the list, those are the guys that, hey, get the, the big NIL deals. Mm. The, the big NBA contracts. and mm-hmm. But like you said, in every ranking, there's always a guy that, hey, even in this list, may be a bust. Right. You know, it's going to be some guys that, 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 that are really as good as advertised. And please believe we understand that this list is going to motivate somebody. Mm-hmm. So they're going to work their way into it. So, and, and that's the thing about it, man. Listen, there, there there is no exact science about, you know, putting out rankings. There is no exact science. There is no – Clear cut, hey, this is how it goes, and everybody's right. It's thousands of kids playing basketball in the state of Alabama in the class of 2023 and all other classes that in, include it. So my thing about it is, yeah, somebody might say, I think this guy's better than that guy. That's cool. That's fine. That's dandy. Go out there and show it. Right. You're going to have the op- – especially with this class of 2023, they're going to have the opportunity to show it. During the school season, during the AAU season, and during their senior seasons coming up, they're going to have an opportunity to show and prove. So, like I say, if if they if you didn't make the list, or if it's somebody on this list that we y'all think should be on there, and they're not on there, don't hate and say we sleep. Tell us, show us, help me to what I'm sleep on. But I'm gonna tell you like this: I ain't sleep, bro. <laughs> I'm wide awake. I see these. I know these. I talk about these and. I have people that call me and tell me. The Hoop Scene uh, event last Sunday in Gunnersville, Alabama. Man, my phone was blowing up the whole time. Right. My phone was blowing up the entire time about guys who were impressing them and guys who were not in, being so impressive. So, you know, it happens everywhere. But the thing about it is, this is our rankings. These are who we think about. This is what we think about certain guys. And like I say, we want to put everybody in there. We'll, we would want to put... A hundred guys in the lottery rankings, but it's only 14 spots. It's only 14. You can't fit a hundred guys in the 14 spots. So, like I say, man, these are these are our thoughts and our thoughts alone. Uh, we did get outside help of guys we conversed with about the rankings. You know, we got their opinions and, and, and objectives. However, these are the thoughts of Chill Will and D Will, the coach. Hey, man, one, one thing you definitely got to realize is because I, I talked about this list. I called a couple of coaches and brought up some names. And even coaches in the state of Alabama didn't know certain names that I was talking about mm. on this list. So it shows me that a lot of times we're held hostage to the names in our area. Right. And it's a lot of basketball being played around the state of Alabama. And we can't be caught up to the point where we get held hostage to the names in our area. So we need to make sure we're out here looking around, talking to coaches, doing what we need to do. And I get it. I understand that when you're a coach, your guys – are the guys that you're going to pump, you're going to talk about. Agendas. These are the guys that are important. I understand it. But at the end of the day, when we, we our platform is about all things Alabama high school hoops. So we're going to give you the raw uncut of what we see and the people we talk to and the breakdown and evaluations that we make. Point blank period, man, and that's how it is, man. Uh, so without further ado, man, uh, no more preliminaries. Uh, remember, 
Um, go check out eyeballradio.com. Click on the podcast. Click on the rankings. The member only section is coming this week. Now, chill. Uh, I, I talked to a couple people, right? Mm-hmm. Before we jump right into it, I talked to a couple people. And they're like, man, you're not going to put out no graphics for it? No graphics, nothing? And I'm like, nah, um, nah. <laughs> right? right? However, I did say there will be a graphic behind the member's wall to become a member of the eyeball community, become a resident, you'll get a graphic. Right. It will be up very, very soon. So they was like, man, why don't you just do something like if you get a 100 downloads of the podcast, you'll drop a graphic. Or if you drop it on Instagram, you get 100 likes or 100 comments. Do something like that, man, because we want to see the graphic. Put on your telephone. Go to eyeballradio.com. Click on podcast, and you can hear it. You can hear it. You can hear it. Subscribe. Subscribe. Go do that. Get the notifications. When it pops up, let the bell ring for you. Go listen, man. Let's do it a little different, right? You know, we know we're going to take a hit for it. You know, it might not be as many people that put eyes on it. But guess what? The information is there for you to get. We're giving you the information. And believe, our phone's going to ring. The people who are really locked into what we're talking about, the phone is going to ring because when, when guys have other platforms that they're working on, we're sure to tap into their platforms and figure out what's going on. Because the only way you got to do it, man, you got to go get the knowledge. You know, I think I think uh, sometimes that, that the way media is set up, it makes us lazy. Yeah. So uh, we're not going to be lazy. We're going to put this information out. And like I said, go to the website, subscribe, and let's get it. Yeah, man, like I say, uh, we're doing the work. We're doing the work. The work has been done. Uh, if y'all were in here looking at these papers and spreadsheets and uh, stuff that we got going on. Scribbles. Scribbles. You'll be like, okay, these guys are working. Straight like that. So, man, without further ado, man, it's time for the eyeball lottery rankings for the class of 2023. And how are we going to do this, man? We're going to start all the way at the bottom at number 14, and we're going to work our way to the top until we get to the number one player, according to the staff of eyeball right here, right now on the eyeball podcast. So, without further ado, man, uh, number 14. Uh, B, this guy here, I've, I was privileged enough to sit down with him and have a Great interview with at the Icon Hoops High School camp a couple of months back, man. Uh, six foot five, small forward, one of the most intelligent guys that I know in this class in the state of Alabama, Zach Gray. Zach Gray comes in at number 14, man. Um, and I'm going to tell you, I love his development so far. Um, last year, he's at Spain Park High School. Last year, they had eight or nine seniors so they were stacked and loaded with veteran help right however all those guys are gone and when we talked at the icon hoops uh high school camp he said something that really intrigued me that i really really liked that he said he was like over the years i've been one of those pick and pop four guys I've been basically playing out of position. So now I'm getting the opportunity to to move out to the wing and show my wing skills, like putting the ball on the floor, shooting it from the outside, being able to attack the basket, and being a playmaker from the wing. is something that he talked about he's really been working on. And several times I've seen him over the spring and summer during the AAU season and during the camp season in June, he was showing that. He was showing that he had developed a better handle. He had developed a better ability to shoot the ball off the dribble. And like I say, 
He's always been explosive and athletic. He's also starting to intertwine that into his game during a game setting, just not during warm-ups. So I'm really liking what I see from the development of Zach Gray, and that's why he comes in at number 14. Yeah, I, I like I like Zach at 14. I had an opportunity to watch him during the Pinson Valley's uh, play date this, this year, and you can see that he was really stepping up and taking more of a leadership role with that basketball team. And it's going to be important that he's able to do that because they want to make a run deep into the playoffs and try to compete for state championships. So he's going to have to put them on his back because he's going to be one of those guys who's going to really have the ball. He's going to have to create. He's going to have to be able to do a lot of things. But I think uh, with that type of size, you know, he really shoots the basketball well. And and one of his great thing is he's a really tough basketball player. He competes on both ends. So uh, I'm looking for him to do good things this year. Like, like I say, uh, I really believe he can be a great defender on the next level. All right, with his, like you say, his size, his length, his ability to move out on the perimeter, he can be a hell of a two-way player, a three-and-D guy uh, that can really flourish on the Division One level because in my heart of hearts, I believe he's a Division One basketball player gotcha. when it's all said and done. So, uh, I, like you say, he continues to develop. It's going to be interesting to see him this year at Spain Park because, like you say, he is going to play a much more – uh, leadership type role, things are going to be on his back, so it's going to be it's going to be fun to see how he responds to the added role and the added pressure of being one of the guys who have to carry a team night in and night out. That's it, Zach Gray, number fourteen. Zach Gray, like that. Number fourteen. All right, man, moving up the list to number thirteen. Number thirteen, we got the six six, another small four out of Cottage Hill, Alabama, Trent Thomas. Now listen. I'm going to say about this guy. He is a physical specimen. He is well put together. But don't think that he's just a brute force when he plays the game. He's highly skilled. He can put it on the floor. He can shoot the three. He can. It's a lot of things that he can do out of the basketball. He can take you in the post. He can post up smaller guys. He can beat guys off the dribble from the perimeter. Like I say, I got him listed as a small forward. So I think as he trans- transitions to the next level, I believe he will be a a wing player on the next level with that big 6'6 frame, another guy who can be uh, a 3 and D type guy who can shoot it, also put it on the floor, works well in transition, but can guard just about every single position on the basketball court. Uh, The biggest thing that I noticed about Trent Thomas definitely being on this list, when we go back to our list a couple of years ago when we were compiling the 2023 watch list, this name was nowhere to be found. Right. This name was nowhere to be found on that list. So to see him now – be at our list at number 13. That means he's been in the lab working and doing some of the things that he needs to do. But great size at 6'6", got a very good skill, can shoot the basketball. So when you have that kind of size in high school, you got to make sure that you're doing the things that you need to do to dominate the basketball game. And be sure not to run away from the paint too much. But I really like I really like this kid. And more than anything, I like that this kid was nowhere to be found on our list earlier. And here he is today. And like I said, I got to see him also at the Icon Hoops uh, High School campus back a couple of months ago at Thompson High School. Uh, he really showed a, a, a really good handle. Like, he was putting it on the floor, making moves, beating guys off the dribble, and you could tell he came into that camp looking to do that, looking to work on that part of his game, and you saw the development in it. And uh, with him just continuing to grow, continuing to – his game continuing to develop, like I say, it's going to be interesting to see him this upcoming season at Cottage Hill. But next up, man, we got the high flyer. We finally got our first – I like Zach athletic ability, but this guy right here, man, this guy right here flies through the air. And that's the six foot seven, man. I know we, we, we harping on the small forwards, but the six five, six six. now we have 6'7", small forward out of Dothan High School, Thomas Dowd. And I, I, I preluded it. He 
is bouncy. Right. He is extremely bouncy. He is one of those players that thrives in the open court. You get him out on the wing, he's able to finish and transition with the best of them. He's able to rebound at a very high clip because of that athletic ability. And like I say, he's able to guard multiple positions. He does need to bulk up some. He does need to bulk up some. With him being 6'7", that long, lanky frame, he has room and ability to put on weight. And he needs to start doing that as he continues to go on so he can make it to that Division One level and get there and be a productive player as soon as he steps his foot on the campus. Hey, man, I'm, I'm going to say a name right now, Otis Dury. And if you remember that name back from Indothan and wait long, long time ago, one, if you know one something about this kid, he could jump out of the gym. So when I see this kid, Thomas, man, I think a lot about the athletic ability that Otis had. And this kid can really get it done. Like you say, he's going to have to bulk up his body, really put some weight on. And, and you know what? As we talk about bulking up, I just think just harden up his frame is what we got to right, say. Exactly, because a lot exactly. of times, you know, these kids aren't really going to hold weight, but – very long, like I said, can be a lockdown defender at six seven, and can really dominate a basketball game if he wanted to. So that's going to be important to see what kind of run Dothan makes this year. Also, hey, listen, I got they got a very good opportunity because they got a guy who uh, another guy, uh, JD Palm, okay, uh, class of twenty twenty five, six foot nine. So uh, <laughs> when we start talking about that class twenty twenty five, he's going to be at the top of the list just to let y'all know. Right. But like I say, back to Thomas, man. Uh, like I say, he has he's a highlight reel. He is a highlight waiting to happen, especially in open court. He's one of those guys, once he gets the ball out on the wing, the whole gym stands up. And I'm going to say this again. He was another one of those kids. Name was nowhere on the watch list the first time around. So to see him jump on, on this list right now to be in our lottery ranking, that means this kid is in the lab working. He's not worrying about who's saying his name. Right. And like I say, highlight waiting to happen. He has um, – just go check him out, man. Go Google him. Google that man. Go go Google that man and see his highlights, man, because they are definitely worth watching. Because when I do research, man, uh, I not only like to see highlights, but I love to see game film. But one thing about Thomas, as people love to harp on his athletic ability, his athleticism, is his ability to shoot the basketball. Yeah. Like, he is a very, very good catch-and-shoot player. He's His ability to, to put it on the floor once or twice, but – He's one of those guys who is a three-point threat. Like, he is a deadly three-point shooter. And like I said, he, he, he's, he's a master at chase down blocks. He continues to work hard. And like I said, I think he's a very, very, very good rebounder for his position. So, it's going to be exciting to see Dothan this year. Like I say, they got two top players that are going to be mentioned here uh, through my eyeball in their respective classes. So, it's going to be interesting to see. And don't – hey, listen, I'm a, one more thing before I get off Thomas. Don't sleep on him as a passer. Right. Don't do not sleep on him as a passer, as he is really able to find guys and help guys get open at, at, at that six seven at that six seven size. Very nice player. Very nice player. All right, man. We're moving on, man. Next on our list, coming in at number eleven, and I'm gonna tell you, these guys were on nobody's radar, and I'm gonna tell you something else, B. I still don't think they're on nobody's radar. I still think. This kid is being slept on. Okay. And I'm going to tell you why after I announce it. And coming in at number 11, 6'5 combo guard, Jacksonville High School, Cameron Johnson. One of the twins, man. I, listen, we got we can really talk about these 10 and 11 at the same time. Yeah, we can. Because they're they're really they're very similar in players, but we rank Cameron at 11, we got Caden at 10, but uh these guys just crap on the scene, man. Like, 
the addition with the addition of Kate Phillips and John Broom. Well, John Broom was already there. In addition to Kate Phillips to Jacksonville High School, I am extremely, I mean, extremely excited to see this team play this year. They're running in the class of 4A, so I'm telling you, I really believe they are the favorites to win the class of 4A state championship this year. They got to be the favorites to win right now. They got a lot of pieces over there, man. A lot of pieces. A lot of pieces, man. But talking about Cameron Johnson, man, combo guard, very long, very lanky, athletic, man, can finish at the rim. Um, very good shooter, man. Uh, can put it on the floor. Uh, like I say, he's another guy that needs to put some put some weight on that frame. Uh, needs to bulk up, harden out that body a little bit as he moves up level, so he'll be able to compete, man. But other than that, like he could just—he's a combo guard. He can he can handle the ball. He can facilitate. He can also play the wing. He can also be your primary scorer, and he can also guard. And that's going to be something that him he's going to have to do this year is guard a lot. Yeah. Because you got so many pieces on this basketball team, somebody's going to have to step up on that defensive end and be a lockdown defender, and I believe Cameron is one that can do that. I think they're going to be really good. Uh, Cameron's an energy guy also. You know, right. He's one of those guys, when he makes shots, he's turning to the crowd. He's getting everybody involved. Uh, he, he, he's going to take shots. Uh, he plays off the bounce, likes to get to the rack and do some of those things. So uh, I, really, I really like Cameron, man. I, li- I like the whole makeup of their basketball team. They got a lot of size on this team. And uh, this kid looks good. Yeah, they look real good. Like I say, uh, um, he showed up very well, man, running with the Alabama Fusion. Uh, and I also saw him on the camp circuit. He just impressed me. He impressed me every single time I saw him. He was able to do things on the basketball court that, that, that other guys just weren't able to do. And let me tell you something else I love about him. I love his energy. Right. If you go back and listen to the our interview with him, man, just go to, go to our Eyeball Radio YouTube page, man. Click on Eyeball Radio YouTube page. Click on subscribe, click on the notification bells, and go watch our interview with the Kate, Cameron and Kate and Johnson, the Johnson twins that we had, man. And Cameron's energy is just infectious. It really is. And if you have a player whose personality is like that, you know he's a great teammate. You know he's a great player. He's easily coached because you can tell his energy wants him to be like that. And one thing you said, B, when you heard the interview, you loved it. That was your favorite interview from that weekend. You loved it, and you just loved the way he came across, his energy that he brought, and you could tell he really loved the game of basketball and was ready to play. Man, he loves the game, and he wants to be good, and he, want, he wants to put people on notice to let them know that he's out here as a player, so don't sleep on me too long. But I'm not, I'm not going to beat your doors down and make you pay attention to me. Mm-hmm. Every time I step on the floor, I'm going to make sure you notice who I am. So I, li- I really like Cameron at number 11. All right, man, coming in at number 10, here's his twin brother, Kayton Johnson, man, another six foot five combo guard, Jacksonville High School. And some of the same things we just said about Cameron, man, you can say about Kayton, but it's something about Kayton that I really, really, really like. And I don't think it separates them at all because I think they're really basically the same player. But Caden really puts that ball in the floor and looks to facilitate a little bit more. He, 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 he can score it with the best of them, but he looks to be more in tune to put that ball in his hands and make plays. And over the camp season and, and, and throughout the uh, AAU season, you really saw that from him. You saw he was not shy about putting that ball in his hands and making plays for himself and for others. And more than often, he, he was successful extremely successful in doing so. So I really enjoy watching him play. I really enjoy watching his progression as he's come up because this is another guy that wasn't on our watch list in the beginning. And when we did put him on there, he was way down the list. And as they continue to play throughout the camp season and throughout the, um, the team season in June and AAU, 
he really just showed improvement, continuous improvement, which made me put him and consider putting him inside the eyeball lottery rankings. Man, li- listen, I, you, you said you didn't want to do any edits. I almost want to take a picture of my scribbles and be like, you jumped on my page. Right. Because I, I, I agree totally, man. That kid, uh, the, the difference, the biggest difference that I would say is between their games is Caden uh, really does look to put the ball on the floor and create a lot more right. than, than, say, Cameron does. Now, both of them can really shoot the basketball. Mm-hmm. Both of them are really long and nice. Both of them play around the basket. But like you say, Caden uh, looks to facilitate a little more. And usually when you have twins, their games are going to be really, really similar. And the one thing that really does uh, differentiate their games is one may handle a little bit more because it's like a telepathic thing that they got going on where guys right. can find guys. So, yeah, man, I, I like Caden at 10, and, and uh, they're going to be nice, man. That, that I can keep saying this team is going to be nice. Right, and like you say, man, uh, when you have a set of twins and, and, or, or a set of brothers that are closely in age that are able to play together, as they come up playing their whole lives, it's always one is the point guard, one is the shooting guard. Exactly. So you can kind of tell that, hey, that like it's like Lonzo and Jello Ball. Mm-hmm. Jello Ball never got the handle. He only had to shoot because Lonzo – Always had the ball in his hands. So with Lonzo always having the ball in his hands, Jello had to become a great shooter. But with these two guys, man, it's a little bit different dynamic because both of them can handle, uh, both of them can shoot it, both of them are great in transition, man. So like I said, I'm excited to see their growth as we get into this upcoming season. All right, man. Moving on to number nine. Number nine on our list, another small four, six foot five out of Plain View High School. Luke Smith. Yeah, man. Luke Smith. This kid showed up in June. Mm-hmm. I mean, he showed up in June. He showed the reason why we got him in the top ten of our eyeball lottery rankings for the class of 2023. His ability to shoot the basketball, his ability to rebound the basketball, his ability to play in transition. He had a very, very good com- and and complete AAU season this year, man. So I'm excited about Luke Smith. Uh, very nice game. He, he, he's all-around player, uh, very unselfish, has a, has a little fire about him also that I really like that if you set him off, he's not afraid to compete, and you always like players who go out and compete each and every day. Hey, man, well, Luke come, definitely comes from a winning program, and uh, now, now that we're down into the single digits, we've, we've done a couple of guys. You know, I want to talk about it. That kid, Luke, man, you know, he really plays well, can shoot the basketball and uh, do a lot of different things, and at 6'5", I think he's a, a definitely an asset. And one thing that I liked about his game that I saw on tape was um, that he plays back to the basket. He has a back-to-the-basket game. But the transition to the next level, he's really got to start thinking about the transition to the next level. So he needs to play a little bit more face-up, in my opinion. He needs to make sure that he's stepping out, make sure he's putting the basketball on the floor because it's 6'5". At 6'5", it's going to be tough to play back to the basket, but can really shoot it. Really nice player. Comes from a winning program. Knows what winning is all about. Yeah, like I say, um, I think he's a very good shooter. Um, I like his athleticism. He's not a super high flyer. It's not like he's going to be jumping all over the rim. He will put it on your head. He will be aggressive at finishing at the rim. But like I say, I love his ability to shoot the basketball. I love his ability to not be afraid to shoot the basketball from deep. But that's what he does best. All right? He is a shooter. I believe at some point, once he does get to the next level, I believe that's going to move out even more. I believe he's going to be a very good wing player. Um, his ability to block shots is all on the, on this level. His ability to protect the basket is very good. And, and that's what I said about coming from a winning program. A lot of times when we see these kids play at this level, 
we may be watching them do what they need to do to make sure the team wins the basketball game or, or wins the season or whatever. But, you know, a lot of times when you look from an evaluation standpoint or sometimes you're looking, I'm not saying the kid's not going to be able to step out. I, I was just saying going into the senior campaign, continue to do the things that you're doing, but step out. Step out. Junior campaign. They got one more. My, my, my bad. Going into his junior campaign, make sure you step out. Step out a little bit more. Add that to your game list because it's only going to make it more of a threat because he's standing 6'5". Right, exactly. And like I say, he um, he puts it on the floor decently, and uh, he's able to finish in the lane uh, just from a lot of the highlights and, and my film study on him. He does do a pretty good job of, 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 of putting that ball on the floor from a wing. But I'm going to tell you what I really like, another thing I like about him. He has a high IQ. If you watch him play, he moves very well on the court. He knows how to flood. He knows how to – how to flare screen. He has good footwork on the perimeter, and if you give him a step on the perimeter, he will blow by you and finish at the rim. So the thing about it is um, he needs to continue. I think he does need to get a little bit quicker with his foot speed if he wants to step out and be a full-time wing player. He's going to have to get more uh, agile, more mobile. So that's something he's going to have to work on is is his ability to be – is his agility. Work on his agility, get more – get quicker, get – up his foot speed some, and I think that's going to make him an even more productive player because, like I say, he can put it on the floor, he can shoot it, he can do all the things you want to see out of a kid his size. I like him at nine. Like him at nine. All right, man. Uh, moving up, man, number eight. Number eight on our list, and I'm going to tell you like this. Um, this is – all right. It depends on how you want to quantify guys, okay? If we were quantifying guys to the – Inf- degree, and we were actually putting labels on guys for positions-wise, in my opinion, this is the number one point guard in the class. Okay? The number one point guard in the class of 2023, and that is six-foot point guard from Huntsville High School, Jamari Man-Man Arnold. When I, when I say I've seen this kid probably the most out of this class over the last several years, um, I've seen him come from a little bitty guy to now a guy who's dunking. You've seen the progression in his game. You've seen the growth in his body. And he could just plain out play. He's played. He's one of those guys, Chill, that plays a hell of a lot of basketball. Everywhere there's a ball bouncing, you can bet that Man Man's going to be in the building putting on a show. And you got to love a guy like that who is just a complete and utter gym rat. No matter. He travels. He gets around. He's going to be where he needs to be to get his face into place so he can be evaluated as much as possible. Man, super quick point guard, able to put it on the floor, break you down off the dribble, able to run a team, able to get you set up into everything you need to get on. He's an extension of the coach. I'm sure Coach Christian Swears loves him, loves having him as his point guard because, like I say, he's an extension of him on the court. He's able to score off the dribble at a high clip, that jump shot. That jump shot has really, really improved. He's turned himself into a complete knockdown three-point shooter. He can shoot it under mid-range off the dribble. He has a variety of moves that he can put you on and then score off the dribble. He has the one-leg fadeaway. He has to get to the basket. And listen, he can find guys. Like they say, he can set guys up to be successful. To me, in my opinion, he is a complete point guard. And at this point, I believe is a definite, definite Division One basketball player. I, I like man, man. Uh, like, like I said on my notes, I had the same thing. Man plays a lot of basketball. One thing I noticed about him, he's never sped up. No one can ever get right. him in a situation where he's 
going too fast, makes a lot of bad decisions. He's under control of his basketball game. He understands what he's trying to do, and, and, and he does it really, really well. Like you said, he, he's grown a lot in, in stature, I would say, from, a, from not, not so much uh, inches, but just size, been in the weight room, working, and just maturing as a young man. And, uh, you know, when, you, when you're a smaller guard like that, you got to make sure that you're always out there competing. And I think Man Man does a really good job of competing each and every time that, he, that he's in front of somebody or somebody's in front of him. Yeah, he's a major competitor, man, and you got to love that from your lead guard position, somebody who's a dog. Somebody who's going to compete on both ends of the floor, man. I saw him several times this uh, summer uh, get into a situation where it was competition time. The guy in front of him was coming at him, and he was going at the guy in front of him. And at no point did he back down. At, at some points, he actually made the other guy back down. So you love seeing that out of your lead guard, and being a dog. And one thing about man, man, you don't, don't, don't get it confused. He's so smooth with the ball. Yeah. That at times you might take it as he's not really playing that. Oh, hard. come on, talk to him. But but he's 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 always playing hard. He's always doing what he needs to do. You know that program that Christian Swizz is running over there. You know he's got those guys going a thousand miles per hour all the time. But man, man is a very smooth basketball player. And that's the thing about it, man. Uh, a lot of times guys make things look easy because, like you say, when you've when you've logged all those hours in the gym. Some things that, that are pretty difficult become routine. Right. And as he's going through the game, some things that seems as if they should be challenging at some point, they're just not challenging to him because he's logged the hours. He's stacked the hours up. He's stacked the time in the gym up to where a lot of difficult things look routine. Right. So it's not about him not playing hard. It's just about him making the, the game is slowed down to him. Yeah. When you play that much basketball and you and your IQ is as high as his is, sometimes the game just slows down earlier for him than it does for others. Right. So don't ever get it twisted thinking he's not – he doesn't have a motor. He definitely has a motor. This kid can come in the gym in the morning and not leave until the next morning. Exactly. Please believe that. A true, true gym rat. Right. All right, man, moving up to number seven on our list, man. Number seven coming in. And I'm going to tell you, uh, this is the one we probably going to catch back for. Mm-hmm. This is the one because I'm in, a, I'm in agreement. I'm in total agreement. He probably should be way higher on this list. Okay. He probably should be way higher on this list. And that is a 6'5 small forward from Mountain Brook High School, Julius Clark. Okay. Julius Clark. Listen, when I say this guy's game has completely completely evolved over the last two years. Mm -hmm. Two years ago when I saw him, man, he was just energy. He had good size, and he was an energy guy. He, he, he was fairly skilled, wasn't highly skilled at the time. But, man, if you see him today, he has completely morphed his game into a complete basketball player. He still has that crazy motor that you love out of players, man. He still has that crazy energy. He's very athletic. He can put it on the floor. But like I say, he was one of those guys who grew a lot early. So when guys got their hands on him, they stuck him in the post. He was bigger than all the other kids, so you put him in the post. But now, man, with the positionless basketball and where basketball is going today, he has really done a good job of getting in the gym and increasing his skill level. He's able to put it on the floor. He's able to finish at the basket. He's really improved his ability to shoot the basketball. So I love the development of this guy. Like I say, he might be a little bit too low on this list. I, 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 listen, if we, get, if we get some backlash from Julius Clark being a seven, I'm not even going to argue. I'm not even going to argue, but like you say, we can we got to put somebody somewhere. And I really love his game. He's a champion. He's a winner. Um, he helped lead Mountain Brook to a 6A state championship this past season. So you know he knows how to win. He knows to how to play on a team with a lot of talent and still get his. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see as 
he continues to go up with the Mountain Brook lost a lot of guys this year, so he's going to play an even more increased role with them this season. So it's going to be it's going to be very very curious on how he develops once the school season starts. But like I say, I'm real high on Julius Clark, especially coming in at number seven. Man, I, I think you got Julius Clark ranked exactly where he needs to be. Uh, for those who who gonna come on and say, I, you know, I, I understand it's your guy, but just me watching him uh, through the summer and just kind of watching him on tape. Uh, he's a very good guy, very good player, does it all. He does everything. He can guard every single position on the floor. He can do that. But the one thing that I would say is, and, and maybe this is why we have him at seven, when he's on that circuit and he's playing with uh, the other name guys, you can tell he comes from a system where let me play my role. Yeah. So, and a lot of times when you get around other great guys, yes, be the guy to play your role, but show us who you are also. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes when he's out with other guys, he doesn't shoot it enough. Mm-hmm. He doesn't um, he doesn't take smaller players to the post enough. Mm-hmm. And I just think he's not an offensive threat enough when he's with the big-time guys. And, and listen, taking nothing away from his game, this kid can play, he can shoot it, he's, got, he's really worked on his skills. He just has to understand where he's going to get his points from all of the time. All of the time. And listen. That's the reason I have him at seven. Yes. It's because every guy that we have listed above him (laughs) are buckets. Buckets. Are legit buckets. Buckets. So I really do need to see Julius this season up his productivity. Right. Up his scoring productivity. Right. We want to see you get buckets. We want to see you be a guy who can be an 18 to 22 point per game guy. Exactly. If you can do that, then – that just ups your stock, ups your level from what you could be anyway. I believe you're a Division One basketball player. I believe you can play on the Division One level. Mm-hmm. However, to play on a Division One level, no matter what level that is, whether it's low, mid, mid major, or high major, you got to get buckets. You, you have to. And I want to see him on this level be able to dominate and put up numbers to show that, hey, I'm just better than the guys I play against on this level. So once I get to my next level, I'll be able to still get the buckets and be productive like I need to be as my level goes up. I like Julius Clark at seven. Definitely, definitely one of those kids in the top of this class. Great size, great length, can really get it done. Comes from a winning program. Know what winning is all about. And college coaches and recruiters love recruiting winners. So Julius, man, like you say, man, keep doing your thing. But like you say, show us that you can score and that you want to be a willing scorer. Right, man. Coming in, man. Moving on, man. Coming in at number six. And we just got it out of our mouth. This kid is a bucket. Yes, sir. Straight up and down. Uh, Two years ago when I first came out with this uh, watch list, uh, if you go back and read any of my articles that I, when I was writing for Prep Hoops, I said this kid had the potential to be the number one player in the class of 2023, and I still feel that way. Okay. But right now he comes in at number six, and he is a smooth operator, man. That is the six-foot-three combo guard from Piedmont High School, Alex Odom. Man, this kid has been wrecking shop on the circuit all throughout the state ever since he was in, like, the sixth grade, probably when I first saw him. Okay. And, bro, he is developed into a great, great point guard. He is deadly in the pick-and-roll situations. His ability to read pick-and-rolls, his IQ in pick-and-roll situations is extremely high. He can come off, he can find, he can score, he can, he can put pressure on defenses in the paint and find other guys. He is just a complete player when it comes from that. And like I say, he can give you 25 without batting an eye. 
Like, he can come out, and he's going to – you might as well put 25 in the books when he steps on the court. He can shoot it well. He can shoot it great from deep off the dribble. And, you know, that's something that I love about lead guards. When I have a lead guard, if y'all don't know anything about D. Will, the coach, out of a lead guard, I love guys who can score off the dribble. If, you're, if you have the ability to break guys down off the dribble and shoot out of that, I really place high marks on you. And he's a guy that can really, really do that. He can break you down off the dribble in one-on-one situations. He can pull up on you and shoot the three. He can get by you and score in the mid-range. And he can also get to the basket and finish around the basket. He is a complete offensive player. I still believe he needs to up that athletic ability. With him having that good size in round 6'2", six, 6'3", six, good body on him, I believe he needs to become more explosive. Not saying he has to be J.D. Davidson, but he needs to become more explosive to give himself a better opportunity to score around those bigger guys as his level goes up. Well, I, I got him as Mr. Showtime in this class. Yes, sir. He's got a very w- wicked handle. Wicked you, handle. When you see him play, it's like, man, I, you, you kind of sit on the edge of your seats because you're waiting for that next thing that he does. Another thing I like about him, his body is really strong. Got a really strong frame, looks good, uh, and he's not afraid of the moment. He's played in some very big games. He plays the games with confidence, and I think a lot of that confidence is is what comes from, like you're saying, him being able to create and do a lot of different things. So I like Alex, and uh, I really like his game. Hey, man, like I say, man, it's all about a confidence thing, and the better that handle is, man, this is something that we teach in our skills development, man. Eyeball, man, go to the website, log, link up. Y'all go get y'all some workouts. We ready to go. But man, the one thing I really like, the really I, I like about his game, man, is he can break you down. Yeah, like a, a guy that can break you down and give you buckets is a nightmare for defenses. Exactly. It's the guys who are predictable. He might be a, a solid point guard, but you know he's not going to score. He might be a solid point guard, but you know he's not going to shoot the basketball from the outside. With Alex, you don't know. You don't know. At any time, he can break you off with any offensive skill and have you looking very, 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 very silly in the process. So, Alex Olderman, um, let me tell you something else, though. I, w- I got to put this in before we go. He played with Team Forest over in Atlanta. Can we please get Alex Oldham back in the state of Alabama playing AAU basketball? Can we please start holding on to our top players? All right. Our top player, we got to stop losing them to Georgia, man. We got to stop losing them, man. We got to, got to, got to. But he played a very, very good run with Team Forest over the uh, AAU season. Uh, very good program. Not knocking the program. Great program. Very smart move for him to go out there and be able to get that exposure that he got. But, man, can we please hold him in the state, man? We want to hold everything in this state right now. But uh, Alex Odom at number six, man, the smooth operator, man. Alex Odom coming in at number six. Moving right along, number five, number five. Uh, probably going to catch some more flack from this one, man, but I love it. Coming in at number five, six three combo guard, Vestavia Hills, Win Miller. Win Miller, uh, real quick, chill, took an unofficial to Florida State this weekend. Man, I promise, man. I think you're looking at my scribbles, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was there this weekend. He no was doubt. he was there this weekend, uh, visiting Florida State, man. And I got him as a high major player, uh, with his body and ability. Um, and I'm gonna tell you what else he got, Brian. Dog. Win Miller is a dog. He wants to compete and he wants to drive you through the basketball court. He wants to beat you down, and I love that about his game. He's not a guy that's gonna be very rah rah. He's not going to scream at you. He's just going to dunk on you and move on down the court. He's right. just going to cross you, pull up, and knock down a three in your face and turn around and run back down the court. I love everything about this kid's game, man. 
I love everything about his game. He can put it on the floor. He can facilitate for others. He has a strong body. He is a complete knockdown shooter. Jump shot's wet. Jump shot is a wetter. So everything about this guy, he, I don't think he has an offensive flaw, to be honest with you. Because, like you say, he has the athletic ability to put it on your head. He has the ability to shoot it off the dribble. He has the ability to attack you at the basket. He has the ability to catch and shoot from anywhere in the gym as soon as he steps off the bus. So he doesn't have an offensive flaw in his game. So I'm going to be very, very curious to watch Vestavia Hills this year. And also, like I say, I mentioned it already, I think he's a high major prospect in the class of 2023. I, I like Wynn, man. 6'3", great body, great bounce, like you said, man. We'll put it on your head. And um, <clears throat> one thing that I liked about him, and, and we started talking about how, how his game transitioned to the next level, as I watched him on tape, he's a kid that can really go out and just, look, I, I can fill this stat sheet up with points. Right. But he's a guy that, you know what, I'm going to create, I'm going to make the game easier for my teammates. I'm going to make sure that they're engaged and involved. And then when I need to turn it up, I can turn it up. But I really do like Wynn, man. Got great size and um, definitely can put the ball on the deck. Competes on both ends, like you said. Not a big rah-rah guy. He's got a big highlight out there. They played, I think, uh, Jemison or someone. When he dunked on your yeah, boy? Yeah, and he bounced on Buddy, and it was just like, hey, man, next play. Yeah, like I bounced through you and look at you and right. turn around. And I, I don't ahead. need to do this for the cameras, man. I'm out here doing the work so we can win a basketball game. So I really do like uh, Wynn at five. Yeah, man. And like I say, uh, he's a guy that, like I say, he's complete. He's complete. Uh he um he's a high major prospect man it's, it's it's nothing really more to say he has all the offensive tools that you need to play on the next level at the high major level so i'm 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 curious to see we're not even curious to see it cuz i already know i'm just anxious to see i'm ready to see and how he's going to continue to develop because like i say the way he, where he is right now with his development and his game 2 years from now is going to be scary yeah it's going to be really good by the time he gets ready to get out of here man it's going to be really scary uh so that's when miller coming in at 5 man all right, man, we didn't pop into the top five, man. Um, we're going to take a quick break, man. And right after this, man, we'll be right back with the Eyeball Podcast. The Eyeball Lottery Rankings, class of 2023, right after this. Hey, yo, yo, what's up? This your boy, Rick Starr, telling you to tune. No, no, I'm telling you, you got to tune in to the Eyeball Podcast. It's the number one podcast in the state of Alabama for all things high school basketball. Make sure you check it out every Monday at noon at eyeballradio.com, the Eyeball Radio YouTube page, or wherever you get your podcast from. Hey, I guarantee you, you do not want to miss it. It's going down every Monday, eyeballradio.com, or the Eyeball Radio YouTube page. It's going down. Chill. All right, man, we're back with the Eyeball Podcast with the 2023 Eyeball Lottery Rankings. We made it to inside the top five. We're at number four right now, y'all. Number four, coming in, six foot five, and B, you know how we always say it's positionless basketball. Yep. And it's one position that has fallen by the wayside, even more so than the center position, in my opinion. What's that? The shooting guard. Okay. Because whenever somebody has – there's no shooting guards anymore. You don't see – guys aren't labeled shooting guards. You don't see your Ray Allens, your Kobe Bryants, guys who were just twos. They weren't combos. They weren't small fours. They weren't point guards. They were twos. They were legit shooting guards, and I believe that's what we have right here. He can put it on the floor, and I've been calling him this for the last two years. 
the guy who never met a shot he didn't like. <laughs> he loves to put the ball up. And that's a six foot five shooting guard. Another one from this school will be Jacksonville High School, John Broom. And I'm probably on your paper again, mate, because you know I go off the dome. But he took an unofficial this weekend to Alabama. He was on campus at Alabama this weekend for an unofficial visit, man. So I believe he's a high major prospect also. He's a lefty. And when I say he can shoot the cover off the basketball so, so effortlessly, like his game is so smooth. It is, it's just nice to watch. The way he moves, the way he's able to put it on the floor and score, the way he's able to use his his frame and his body to score with smaller guards, to go through and up and over other guards, to go up and through bigs and score at the basket through contact. He has a complete game. What I do want to see him improve on is his ability to facilitate. I understand he's a shooting guard. He's a scorer. His job on a basketball court is going to be go get buckets and just not by shooting but in a multitude of ways be able to get it in transition be able to get it off the dribble in the half court situation be able to get it off the dribble and score with jump shots like he can do and like you say we don't even have to talk about his catch and shoot prowess because if he catches and he shoots it's probably going in from anywhere on the basketball court so this guy is one of the guys this is one of the guys i'm highest on in this class i've been high on him for several years like i love to tell everybody i was the first guy in the state to rank him in the top five I was the first guy to put this guy in the top five in the state in the class of 2023 about two or three years ago before I even start really start ranking this class. Just talking about him, I put it in the article, when the rankings do come out for this class, he will be a top five guy. And over the years, he's maintained that. He's continued to develop. And here he is still in the top five coming in in the eyeball lottery rankings at number four. Hey, man, first of all, man, great size, 6'5", lefty. And, you know, whenever you're a lefty, man, you expect just guys look to better. Bat, yeah. It look better. But, li- listen, like you said, man, he he can shoot it, man. And, and and one thing about it is he's he's a very long 6'5". I'm talking about a very long 6'5". And and you just said something that, that, that I wanted to really talk about because now we're in the top four, so we're going to talk about all the great things they do. But I'm going I'm to harp a little bit on some of the things that I saw that maybe you need to improve on. And you talked about him putting it on the floor and facilitate. When, when I watch him play and when I watch him in workouts and I'm watching him doing things, he doesn't really look to play off the bounce. Mm-hmm. And the reason he's not really looking to play off the bounce because of, like, what you said. This kid can catch and shoot at any point, at any space. He's always ready to let that trigger go. But, uh, you know, he's going to get you in space and he's going to pull up. But the the reason I say I would like to see him play off the bounce a little bit more, he's got a really nice layup package. Mm-hmm. So he, he can get to the rim and finish with the right hand under your body and do some other things, man. And he can add another 10 to 15 points to his average strictly by going to the free throw line. Mm. So I, I really like John Broom at, at, at number four, man. Big-time player, big-time prospect. But, uh, yeah, man, put that ball on the floor a little bit more and get to that rack. And like you say, he, he has a wicked, a wicked left um, layup package. Yeah. He can finish right hand, left hand. He can finish over the top. He can finish up under. Like I say, he has a complete offensive game. And when you're that – and like you say, man, we're talking about a two. This is thinking about a Kobe Bryant type of guy. He loved to put it on the floor, but he was trying to put it on the floor not to beat you. He was trying to put it on the floor just to get his spot, just to get his shot off. And that's a lot of what John does. He puts it on the floor enough to get space so he can get his shot off because that jump shot is so wet. So I understand his, uh, his thought process, but to continue to develop 
and to get to that high major label level and also get to make some money. Right. That's what we talk about a lot here on the Eyeball Podcast, man. We talk about getting that getting to that bag. And there's nothing wrong with talking about getting to that bag now because that's what's going to motivate you to get there. I believe John Broom can be a pro if he continues to develop. So the only thing that's going to help that even more is his ability to increase his skill level at putting that ball on the floor, not only scoring off the dribble, but being able to facilitate because that's only going to add value to his game as he's being recruited and as he's going up in levels playing the game of basketball. But he's, he's definitely in a great position right now because the way basketball is, five guys out, guys throwing the ball over the floor. If you're a knockdown shooter, you can play and make some money. You can play and make some money. All right, man, coming in at number three. Whew. Now, this kid here, man, is we're going to get arguments for him not being number one. I'm going to tell you, our phone's going to ring, your phone's going to ring, your DM's going to blow up for this kid not being number one. And that is the six foot six shooting guard from West Morgan High School, Carson Mews. This kid is a legit high major talent. Can shoot it, can put it on the floor. He, listen, his body is awesome. When you see him, he looks the part of a Division One basketball player. He can shoot it off the he, – he's not as fleet of foot as you would like, okay, at, at, that, at that guard position. So someone might try to move him over to the three and have him guard threes and fours because he has the body to do so. But if he continues to increase his foot speed, increase his agility, he can play the two and be a knockdown scoring guard on the next level. Carson can – he puts it on the floor well. I'm going to tell you something I do like about him, that he has the mentality. When he gets a smaller player on him, he will take them into the post, and he will punish them. He has a great jump hook over his left shoulder. When he puts that up, it's about a bucket. I saw him play um, at the Auburn team camp this past summer, man, in June, and he was murdered. Like when I say he might have been the best player at the entire camp, he might have been the best player at the entire team camp, he was giving guys – the blues his ability to put it on the floor and shoot it his ability to get to the paint and score his ability to post up smaller players and score over the top of them he showed a complete arsenal of game at that camp and Auburn was at him heavy they were at every game sitting courtside watching him close up as they should because he's a guy that can play in the on the SEC level in the power five hey man he's definitely a big time player six six definitely a big time division one player the thing that I liked about him Man, this game is smooth, man. Like a big kid, he can really shoot it. He competes. Not only does he compete, he understands how to score, and he looks to score. He has great size, like you said, in 6'6", and a great skill set. Can put the ball on the floor. Got a mid-range game, a, a long game, a close-to-the-basket game. So, man, really one of the top prospects. And you did a great job putting this kid right here in this number that you put him in. Because, listen, he's one of these kids that's going to have to be dealt with in this class. He's a Swiss Army knife, man. Like, yeah. if you got this guy on your team, he can do everything for you. If you have a smaller team, okay, he, he, he's very well equipped to be your main top post guy and be the guy you run your offense through in the post. If you have a, a, a team where he, he can stretch out and do more things, he can be your main scorer on the wing. 
He can guard your best player. He can lock down your best player. He can dunk on you. He can shoot it over you. He can shoot as soon as he cross half court. It's not much that he can't do on the basketball court. But like I say, I want to see him continue to increase that agility, get quicker, get bigger, stronger, faster. That's only going to make him help him improve his level and improve his game as he continues to play. I, I think the agility is going to come, man, because if you look right, at it, right, he, right. He, he's going into his junior year. Yes, sir. Man, as a seventh grader, he was 6'2". Right. As a junior, he's 6'6". Six, six. Right. So he's growing at a, at, a, at a rapid clip. So he's got to continue to catch up with his body. But he has great control of his body. He has great size. So, yeah, man, I, re- I really like this kid, Carson. Like you say, man, he's he's always been a bigger kid. Yeah. So, you know, the, that, that agility might take a little bit longer because he's always been a bigger kid. He's Like you can tell by his body, he was a little chunky back then in the day. Yeah. But he's gotten that body together. He's extremely ripped. You can tell he puts the work in in the weight room. So, like I say, I'm, I'm – I'm, Anxious to see him continue to play. I'm happy to see with his development. And we're going to watch him all season long over at West Morgan. All right, man, we've made it to the top two players for the 2023 Eyeball Lottery Rankings. Coming in at number two. I know y'all already know who it is because y'all listen the whole time. So y'all, y'all recognize what names we haven't said yet. Coming in at number two. I'm going with R.J. Johnson, six foot three guard out of Grissom High School. Man, this kid here is the complete package, the complete package. And I'm going to tell you all the pros before I get to my one con that I have about him. And that's the reason I have him at number two. Okay. He has the body. He's about six foot three. And he is a grown man already. I mean, legs like tree trunks, strong upper body. His IQ is through the roof. His basketball IQ is through the roof. I really, really, really do believe on the next level he's going to be a point guard. I really do think in my heart of hearts he has the skill level and the ability to play point guard on the next level. All right? So I will say that now. Also, extremely explosive. Oh, my God. For six foot three with that body and that explosiveness, he is unstoppable going downhill. Once he puts his head down and he gets to going downhill, there's nobody in the state. And I'm damn near typical, I'm damn near ready to say the country that can stop him from getting downhill. He's a baby LeBron once he gets to going. Once he gets to moving, he's too big, he's too fast, he's too strong for defenders to stop. And once he he's he's also figured out the, the concept be of one dribble, two steps, and I'm on your head. One dribble, two steps, and you will be on my highlight reel because he has several highlights of putting guys on posters out there already, and he's just going into his junior year. He can shoot it from the outside. He is more of a set shooter right now. So, you know, he winds up to shoot it, but once it lets go, it's going in. But his ability to put it on the floor, find guys, he is deadly in the pick-and-roll situation, which is what a lot of – as your level goes up in basketball – Pick and roll situations is what a lot of that's that's what basketball is. If you watch the NBA game, it's complete pick and roll. It's all pick and roll basketball. So he's already thriving in that area with that body. He's able to create space. He's able to go downhill on bigger guys when he gets in switch situations. He's able to pull up. He has the step backs. He has the side steps. He has the tight handle. It's not like he has a. He's not Alex Odom with the basketball. He's not gonna wow you with his wicked handle. He's tight. It's it's solid. You're not taking the ball from him. He's not going to turn it over very often. He's about going to make the right play each and every time he has the ball in his hand. 
But I mentioned in the beginning, it's one thing, and this is the reason I have him at number two. I don't think he plays hard all the time. I don't think it's clicked for him to where he steps on the court. He knows he's the best player on the court most, most times. He knows he's the best player in the gym. However, I believe he takes it like that sometimes. If the competition is not raised to the level that of his liking, I don't think he goes hard all the time. And that could be a major knock. That can be a major knock for a guy who doesn't always go hard. And that's what all I want to talk to RJ about is every single time you step on the court, show that you're the best player. I don't care what the level is in the gym. If your ball rolls out, you go play and show that you're the best player in the gym because nine times out of the ten, you are the best player in the gym. Hey, man, this kid is 6'3", built like a linebacker. She's straight up. And likes to play off the bounce. Uh, that's what I really noticed about his game, man. He he He's going to catch you on that wing. He's going to slow you down. And he's going to get to his spot on the floor, and he's going to make the play that he wants to make. Uh, Super-duper athletic and get to that rim, finish high over guys. And because of his physicality, man, it's going to – I'm like you. He's going to be a point guard at the next level just watching him play because he loves to get to the paint and he'll distribute. And like you say, the one thing that I – and, and I, maybe I hadn't seen him enough. He doesn't shoot the basketball uh, well enough for me right now to just say, hey, go get this number one spot. But, man, everything else that he does is number one-isk. I like it. And um, listen, man, so just continue to work on your on your, on your your jump shot and, and your motor, like he says, man, because once you get to the next level, you're going to have to do it night in, night out, night in, night out. So you might as well get ready to that get ready for that now while you're going through that process because you don't want to have one of those nights where you don't feel like going hard and somebody cook you. <sighs> so, but uh, RJ, man, definitely, definitely a big-time player in the state of Alabama and going to be a big-time recruit. And I can say, I think the right coach gets their hand on And he has a great high school coach, legendary. Jack Dawes is a great high school coach. And I believe that it's going to be the right college coach, the right program that's going to get their hands on RJ, and they're going to have them a pro. They're going to have a potential NBA player. Because he has all the attributes at this point in his at this point in time to be an, a a pro, he has it. He's a walking pro. He's a walking check, as they like to say. So he just needs to continue to develop, learn how to up that motor, and be one of those guys who, is, at all times, you're playing at level one hundred. Never come out there and play because, like I say, I've seen guys compete with him that shouldn't be competing with him. I've seen that with my own two eyes. And that's something, like I say, that was always a knock for me. But I got great, I got rave reviews about his ability and the way he played at the Hoop Scene Fall Preview last weekend in Gunnersville, Alabama. They say he was the best player in the gym, hands down. They say it wasn't close to who the best player in the gym was. So, like I say, every time somebody puts their eyes on you, you want them to say that. You don't want them ever leaving the gym and be like, ah. I, I, didn't, I didn't see what y'all talking about. You don't ever want that to happen. And it can happen not because of anything you did during playing, just the way you went about it, your approach. Is, your approach can be off what can have people giving you that knock. So let's make sure your approach is, is, is on point every single, every single time you touch the basketball court. And like I say, I think he's a pro walking, a walking chick. I like it. All right, man. So that was number two. So y'all already know, man. Y'all already know. Coming in at number one, the number one spot, the number one pick, 
in the 2023 I Ball Lottery rankings is the six foot nine power forward Jacksonville High School, Cade Phillips. Cade Phillips. Listen, there's nothing much we can say. Now, Chill, I'm gonna let you go off on this one because I'm gonna be honest with the with the, with our listening audience. Chill Will has tabbed this guy for the last couple years. He said it. I didn't see it at first. I thought he was just a big energy guy when he was young, about two or three years ago. We saw him. I was like, man, yeah, he's good. I love his energy, but I'm I'm questioning his skill. But man, oh man, has this cat hit the gym? He has hit the gym and he has upped his skill level tremendously. And like I say, Chill, I know you love this guy. So do I. I know you love him. So I'm going to let you get most of the time on him, man. Go ahead and talk and tell us what you think about the number one player in the 2023 eyeball lottery ranking, six foot nine, Kate Phillips from Jacksonville High School, who was also, if I'm not mistaken, on Alabama's campus this past weekend. Hey, man, Kate, man, big-time player, man. When I saw him about three years ago, two years ago, man, he was in the gym wrecking shop. You hear me? I mean, everything around the rim. He was dunking. He was playing with energy. And, man, he kind of reminded me of Kevin Garnett the way he is. Yes, man. that's what he reminds like me of. Like, he played with a bunch of energy. He was letting people know he was on the floor. And when he went to the sideline, man, he would drink about a gallon of water because he was playing that hard mm-hmm. when, when, when he was in the game. Now, one thing that I can definitely say since I've been watching his progression over the years, man, he's really transformed his game outside the three-point line. Yes, he has. Man, listen, he is shooting the three. He is putting the basketball on the floor. He's making very good decisions with the basketball. Man, I, I think this kid ceiling is is super high. Mm-hmm. And um, as he continues to work, it's just going to get better and better. But, man, this this year, man, I don't know if the, the listeners have really realized that you have said Cade Phillips, mm-hmm. John Broom, mm-hmm. Cameron Johnson, mm-hmm. Caden Johnson, mm-hmm. one high school. All on the same team. One high school. Ooh. Listen, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. And with the addition of K coming over this year, man, listen, it's going to be scary. It's going to be scary, man. Like I say, they're my favorite in the class of 4A. And that's saying a lot because that man still walked the earth. <laughs> Spooty Kite still walks the earth. And I'm going to tell you like this. Um, he's able to beat you by himself. So He's a player. He's a player, man. He is a legit player, man. But like I say, man, K Phillips is a guy uh, – and, and, B, you, you hit his nail on the head with his comparison. He's Kevin Garnett. That's who he reminds me of. His personality, his ability to communicate, especially on the defensive end. That was the one thing that really impressed me the most when we first started seeing him about three years ago was his ability to communicate at a very young age. His ability to, to talk on the defensive end, to be loud, to be boisterous, and to actually be giving out information that is useful to his teammates. That is rare in a guy, man. A guy who could communicate in basketball terms at a very young age like he did, and it's only increased since then. Now you see him, um, he's talking continuously on the basketball court. He is the extension of a coach, but he's six foot nine. And like I say, he has really, really improved his handle. He's improved his ability to, to, to score off of that handle. He stepped his range outside the three-point line. Now, don't get me wrong. He's not a guy that you want hanging out on the wing. 
because he's so deadly in the post and in the mid post. He can score with his back to the basket. He can score over his right shoulder. He can score over his left shoulder. He's 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 proficient on both blocks. He has a great mid-range game. He can put it on the floor one or two times in tight spaces and score over you. And like you say, he is just a dog. His intimidation factor, from the way he talks on the court to the way he puts the ball in the hole when he dunks, he likes to dunk like Shaq. And y'all remember how Shaq used to dunk back in the day where he used to pull his knees up and it just used to look intimidating for him to pull his knees up and dunk the ball with so much force? That's how Cade Phillips puts the ball in the hole. And you love that out of a young guy who brings that energy each and every time he touches the basketball court. And I'm going to tell you, that's the reason I have him at one. The difference between him and R.J. Johnson was just that simply alone. I flipped the coin. I tossed it up. I went to other people. I came to you, Chill. I went to our whole team of scouts that I talked to on a regular basis, and I talked to them about it. And the one thing, the reason I put him at one and R.J. at two is that and that alone, that motor. Cade has a motor that you just cannot teach. Yeah, he's big time, man. And, and, and as, as I look at this entire lottery ranking, and we talked about all these kids and, and what it is. The question, the question when we're putting these rankings together is what value will you add? Because, yes, you're on a team where you're running things and you're doing everything you need to do, but you got to be a winner at this level first. And then you got to understand how is that going to transfer to the next level? Because now you're going to be playing with a lot of players that can jump, a lot of players that have attitude, a lot of players that come from being the best player in their state. What value will you add? And, man, I'm definitely, man, Kay Phillips, man, I, I, I love this kid at number one in this class. And you know the biggest thing about this lottery ranking that's going to be crazy that I love to talk about? Tell me about it. We talk about the lottery rankings and how people are going to hear their names and, hey, I'm going to get do this and I'm going to go. Kay's going to hear his name at number one. He's going to go even harder. Harder. So if you want his spot, you're going to have to really come after it, and it's going to be a dog fight for you to go get it. Hey, now, Kay, this is what – hey, you know how – you know I got nephews, B. You know, I call I call all these guys that we deal with, I call them my nephew. And Cade is one of my nephews, bro. And I'm going to tell you, he tells me that. He tells me that. Coach, if you go, if you don't put me in number one, you're going you gonna to regret it. Right. And if you do put me on one, I'm never giving up that spot. Right. I'm never giving it up. I'm going to show you while I'm considered the best player in the state of Alabama in the class of 2023. Gotcha. And he has that type of attitude, and you love that. Like I say, he has an infectious personality. He's great off the court. He's great on the court. So, like I say, he's a big-time talent. He has several Power 5 offers, Alabama, Georgia, uh, Georgia Tech. He has big-time offers already. That was SEC and ACC. So, he's going to be a Power 5 player. He's going to be a high major player, and it's going to be well-deserved. Did, didn't he step away from the football field? Yes, he did. And see, with, with the added time in the gym, that's only going to help his game improve. Yeah. But listen, that football gave him that toughness. That man. toughness. Yes. But so I, I, I really like Cade at one, man. Good job. Good job, man. All right, man. That's it, man. That is the 2023 I Ball Lottery Rankings. Just to run through it real fast before we get out of here, man. Coming in at number 14, we had Zach Gray, 6'5", small forward from Spain Park High School. Number 13, Trent Thomas, 6'6", small forward from Cottage Hill. At number 12, Thomas Dowd, 6'7", small forward. Dothan High School, number 11, Cameron Johnson, 6'5", combo guard, Jacksonville. Number 10, Caden Johnson, 6'5", combo guard from Jacksonville. At number 9, we had Luke Smith, 6'5", small forward from Plainview High School. At number 8, the number one point guard in the class, Jamari Arnold, 6'0", point guard 
Huntsville High. At number seven, Julius Clark, 6'5", small forward from Mountain Brook, number six. Alex Odom, 6'3", combo guard from Piedmont High School. At number five, we got Wynn Miller, 6'3", combo guard from Vestavia Hills. At number four, John Broom, 6'5", shooting guard from Jacksonville. Number three, Carson Muse, 6'6", small forward from West Morgan. Number two, R.J. Johnson, 6'3", guard from Grissom High School. And at number one in the 2023 Eyeball Lottery Rankings, we got the 6'9", power forward from Jacksonville High School, Cade Phillips. Uh, Sir. Hey, that's it, man. That is it. Like I say, if you want to know the 2023 rankings, you got to listen Monday at noon at when noon. we drop it on eyeballradio.com. Hit that podcast link, click on the podcast, get your listen on, tell us what you think, hit us with comments, hit us with everything, man. Just let us know. Hit the DM, post about it, talk about it, listen, share it, like it, comment, hit the notification bell, and subscribe. B, you already know what time it is, man. Yes, sir. It's time to get up out of here, man. Hit them with your social and let them know where they can find you. Well, you can find me on IG at, at ChillWheel334. You can find me on Twitter at CoachB334. I'm still working on my Facebook, y'all. Somebody hacked me. I'm still working on it, trying to get my original page back. But I don't know if I'm going to cash out for it. No, we ain't cashing out for no page, man. Y'all can have that. We're going to move on. Right. But, man, hey, man, y'all already know where y'all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Eyeball Radio. That's on Instagram and Twitter at Eyeball Radio. Also find us at on Instagram and Twitter at underscore Real Talk Tees, man. And, of course, hit the website, man, EyeballRadio.com. Go to the Eyeball Radio shop. Listen, go to EyeballRadio.com. Click on the Eyeball Radio shop. Man, we got so much fly gear on there. So much fly eyeball gear, real talks gear. And y'all know, man, we Alabama people, man. Roll Tide. We got plenty of Alabama t-shirts on there for sale, man. So hit up the eyeball shop, man. Support the brand, man. Support the movement. Because I'm going to tell y'all, we ain't going nowhere. We're going to be here. We're going to be talking about it, whether you like it or not. We're going to talk about it. We're going to be here. We're going to give you our opinion, man. And we're going to be one of the leading forces driving this basketball thing in the state of Alabama, man. So get used to it, man. But as y'all already know, man, y'all can find us on all social media. Go to our Eyeball Radio YouTube page, man. Click subscribe. Click the notification bell. We're going to have exclusive interviews coming up. Y'all will be able to catch the Eyeball Podcast in video form coming up on YouTube very, very soon. Very soon. So stay tuned to that, man. Stay tuned to that. So, like, when we do these rankings from now on, once we get the video portion, we're going to have the highlights behind it. We're going to have the graphic popping up. But listen, you're not going to get a graphic on social media. If you want to hear this, you're only going to get posts about the Eyeball Podcast. Go listen to the Eyeball Podcast, and you will get the 2023 Eyeball Lottery Rankings Monday at noon. So be ready for it. B, let's get up out of here, Mike. Move with a purpose. Move with a purpose, man. And y'all already know, they call me coach because I teach you how to ball until next time man the eyeball podcast right here on eyeball radio and eyeballradio.com and we out peace go